Lil Shishi, Parsas Shoiftim, Tafshin Peibes, Zerashim Shine. Good evening. So, Parsha Shoiftim, Lil Shishi, Zerashim Shine. The Medrash Rabbah says, Kisavoy El Horitz. So, as halacha, let's say there's a Melech Mi Yisrael, a king, a Jewish king. Shahayaloi Asik. Oh, oh, well, what a tziata deshmaya. Somebody just texted me that tonight is the yard site of the Zerashimshin. So let the shir be also Le'inu deshmosai, and it should be Mashpia, Brocha, Vatoyv on everybody from all sides in all ways. Okay, so a king has an Asik. Can he go to Bezdin? Yeah, there are many times that a person does all kinds of things that are right or wrong, and uh, especially a king that feels that he could do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. What do we do in that situation? Does he come to Bezdin? Do we judge him? Yes or no? Says, Kach Shanu Chachamim, Melech Loidon, Veloidon in Oisai, Loimeid, Veloimeidim Oisai. He himself cannot uh, judge such situations, number one, and uh, he can't be judged by others. That's that. Amar of Yirmiya. It says by David Amelech, Milifonecha Mishpati Yetze. The Rabbi Shalom is the one who judges a king, not a Bezdin. As David says, Milfonecha Mishpati Yetze, have a Embriya Donis Amelech, Ella Kodesh Borchu. That is the Medrash. And it's a Tema, it's a Kasha. Yeah, why not? Why not? Because David HaMelech said, Why? We know that this became a Takana, that in the days of Yanai HaMelech, in the days of Yanai HaMelech, there was a problem that uh, Shimon Ben Shetach saw that most of the Sanhedrin of that period of time were Tzdukim, and Yanai was there friend, and uh, there was no way that anybody there would have a chance against Yanai HaMelech in its Tzduki Bezdin. It's just like, you know, there's no way that he, he'll have a fair day in Bezdin. So, okay, so that's what we're talking about. But uh, it's a Takonim from the Rabbanon. Where, where are we coming here with this Pasuk from David HaMelech? Milfonecha Mishpati Yetzeh. Second of all, it's not a takana for, for, for Malchai Beis David, it's just for Malchai Yisrael. Yanai was a Koyin. He wasn't even supposed to be a Melech, actually, because he was from Beis Chashmoinoi. And David himself, Beis Dinoi. And, 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 and that's that. Uh, more than that, the Gemara in Brocha says, David says, Shomra Nafshi. Ani. 
that he, he, is, he, he sits every day and he's done dinim. So, what's going on? Yeah. And we, we say that the, 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 that, uh, that that there was Malchi Beis David, had a Bezdin. Okay. Seems Pshat in the Medrash says the Zerah Shimshin as follows. And again, we're mentioning that it's the Zerah Shimshin's yard site today. Schusa Yogin Aleinu Valkal Yisrael. He says, "Ain't done in this Hamelach even Malchi Beis David." That uh, when Melech has something, uh, because the it, it seems that there are certain things that a, da, a, a Melech cannot be under din. So, the Mishnah in Perak Beis in Sanhedrin says that loydonim v'loydonim oisam because it has nothing to do with Malchus Beis David, it has nothing to do with Malchus Yisrael, it has to do with there were tzaddikim and there were rishayim, and we had to make this gzera because there were going to be certain malachim that would never accept Psak of Bezdin. And if they're not going to accept the Psak of Bezdin, to bring them to Bezdin is going to be a bizoyan of Bezdin. It's going to be a bizoyan Atayra. It's going to be a, a, a bizoyan Mitchil of Atzayf. And in order to save from this bizoyan, we're not bringing them into Bezdin to be done. Is the Melech supposed to be above the law? Absolutely not. He's not supposed to be above the law. But can we say that he wasn't? Sadly, we can't say that either. Because, yeah, they were they were doing... Uh, they were doing. And that's that. So, says the Zereshimshay, as follows. That... We found the base David that it says Dinu Laboiker Mishpat. And even if that, that sometimes it's gonna come out a situation that you're gonna make a toss, and who says that we're gonna be able to pull back from the toss? Yeah. This is a this is uh this is something that is a problem. So that's that. This will be the problem. And since it says Loisate Mishpat, and it says Loisake Ponimba Mishpat, what are you going to do? When the Melech comes in, who's going to have guts to go against him? Now, though we know that Punkt, these Psukim, were mentioned by those animals that were on the throne of Shloim HaMelech when he sat down 
and he asked for the Chachma in order to be Shoifet the Am. So he has a Chiv to be Dan and Shoifet the Am. So, yes, he has a Chiv, and of course he could. But the Melech, who is Dan, the Am, has as if he's a Karav or Apostle to one of the people. Because the Melech is the Am. He is the one who's supposed to be on top of everyone. But he's the one who is taking care of everyone. And now, let's say he makes a mistake. Who's going to have the guts to tell him that there's a mistake? So he says, okay, so we'll say that the Melech can't do a Din Torah Mamish, but he could say, compromise, Pshara. Go to, 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 to for Pshara. So, also not, because what happens if the pshar isn't good? So a person is going to be mezalzal in the kvoid hamelech because he didn't like the pshar. So this is a sticky situation. So true mitzad echad melech b'mishpat yamideretz that the only way that a melech can show that he's a melech is through mishpat and therefore he has to have real power in order to be done din Torah all of the citizens but there's a problem here if a dayan made a mistake and through the mistake somebody had to pay something that he would not be chayiv there's always a way to go back to the Dayan and have him pay for what the mistake was. But if there's a Melech, there's no way to go back to him, at least in a safe way, that a person will feel that he's safe and secure to go back to the Dayan and say, pay me back. There's no way. So since there's no way, okay, That's that. So we have here the the leeway that is opening the door why a king should not be done. Another problem is that there's a din that a melech shemachal al kvoidoi ain't dinoi machal. And therefore, even though that David was moichal on kvoida malchus, when David sent two questions to be asked on various halachas, what is the din if he needs to burn someone's field in order to save the army? Or he needs to uh, uh, ruin somebody's field for some reason. Can he do it? And he sent warriors to ask the question, can, it, can he do it? Yes or no? And the answer that he got was that the halacha is this and this, but you're a melech, and melech pirates gather, and you could do it. 
So he himself got a special heter to do it, though a regular person would not. And then David said, you know what, I'm not interested. I'm not going to do it. Though I am the king and I have permission to do it, I am not going to do it. So David himself also was showing that I, I don't think that abusing my malchus is going to be good. And therefore, David himself had to understand. Now there's a famous story in the Medrash about a mistake that David HaMelech had made uh, uh, in a Din Torah. David HaMelech once made a very, very big Suda, and he invited to the Suda many, many Choshva people, and uh, he served at the Suda. The Suda started the Suda started with two hard-boiled eggs on the plate. Came Ani, who was very hungry and had not eaten for many, many days, and he ate his two hard-boiled eggs before everybody else started to eat. Of course, the Melech didn't start to eat, but he was in Sakonis the Foshis. So, he's sitting next to this rich guy, and uh, he sees, yes, and could I borrow an egg? And he says, yeah. Okay, so they write a, a Starchoiv on the egg, and uh, very good. He, a uh, couple of days later, maybe it was a couple of months later, the honey finally has enough money to pay back the egg, and he comes and he gives the usher the egg, and the usher says, are you out of your mind? The egg would have hatched, and then they would have had little chickies, and he goes into detail, and detail, and detail, uh, and uh it's like there's uh, that's it nothing going on nothing going on you have to pay hundreds of of, 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 of shkolim whoa amazing Go to David Amelfid in Torah and Taka the ushers, Usher Yan Azus, and he explains exactly how this is going to turn, Mamish, this turns into the greatest and the biggest chicken coop ever in the world. And David Amel says, Yeah, I guess that's what you're going to have to pay. What could I do? Shleim Amel was a little boy on the side, and he said, Listen, you know, it's now we're towards the end of the summer, it's harvest time. Here, he gives him a couple of coins and says, take these coins, buy some peas, cook them. In two days from now, my father's going to be going out to this, this and this side road. Stand there and start planting. For sure my father's going to stop the chariot. He sees somebody planting at the time of harvest. What in the world are you planting at the time of harvest? Tell him cooked peas. So he said, are you cooked peas? Do you think cooked peas... Well, you'll grow peas? He says, well, if a hard-boiled egg could add a chicken, then cooked peas could... And David HaMelech understood the mistake, recalled it in Torah. So this also was part of it that it was an understood that Melochim have to keep away because, again, the Oni couldn't 
have guts to say. Again, sometimes when you're in the situation, it's hard for you to get out of the situation. So, this could say, uh-oh, this is such a grave mistake. This could be a bizoyin for the Malchus and for the Torah and for everything that David HaMelech stands for. And therefore, a Melech is loy done v'loy done im oisai, and therefore David HaMelech also said, mil fanecha mishpati yeitzi. And that's that. Because there has to be something that a person could hang on to that he will be able to pull back if he made a mistake and be honest and call back the but a, a melech can't do that because melech bemishpat yamidaritz in the in the minute that a melech is going to flip flop on what he's saying then there's going to be a tremendous problem and that's that we want to learn another piece. Says Rashi, says the Rabbinic Shloim, by me it's just like one horse. He says, why did Rashi bring Kivosus Paroi? Why didn't he bring the Pasuk of Kolsus Paroi that he threw in? And the Teretz is because Kolsus Mashmakulam, all of them. And that would have been Roy to learn from the Pasuk, that nobody else could do. And that's that. Now. Zerashimshu says it's very awkward because it says in Parshas Vayishlach Rashi says on the Pasuk when Yaakov is sending to Esav Ayili Shor V'chamor he says that's what people say I have an ox and a, and a donkey Loshin Yochid you don't say Loshin Rabin so if it says Sus Paroi that's the way you say Susei Paroi. Many Susim will be said Sus. So what's the difference? Why in some times are we going to say that a Loshen Yochid is Dafka Loshen Yochid? And why are we going to say that a Loshen Yochid is a Loshen Rabbit? So the Medrash and Shir Hashirim says so it says that Paroi was riding on a male horse. And it was as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu also was riding a male horse. And therefore, Paroi says that a male horse many times in war will kill its rider. But if you ride a female, then no. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a male. It doesn't matter if it's a female. It doesn't matter what the color of the horse is. If it's a red horse, it's a white horse, it's a black. 
because everything is garnished. Yeah, Dorachto Biyam Susecha. That's it. So he says like this. What he's coming to say here is 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 we know that Hashem Ishmilchama. And a headyot, a simpleton, many times says that one on many, or on many he says it in single. By the Rabbeinu Shalolam, he doesn't, there's, everything is just a, 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 a sort of, it's a species. All the horses in the world is just a species of horse. And it's not an Afkamina if it's one or it's a billion. And in one split second, the Rabbi Shalom could take away the Chiyas from all of them. At once. And the thing is like this. On the way to Esav, Yaakov said, Vayihili shor v'chamor. He is sending to him a message to Esau, then, I'm not afraid of all your shor and chamor, which are l'shoinus of malachi chabola and all kinds of shemois tumah. I'm not afraid of your shemois tumah. I'm going straight forward because I am Kodosh. And the same thing was by Kriyas Yamsuf. Oz, Yashir, Moishiv, Neisrael, Asashir, Azois, the Roich Vayroma Vayom. Why is Hashem Go, Go? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows exactly all the Koichis Tumah that were invested in the war of Paroi against the Eden. All what Mitzrayim invested to be Mitame the Eden of all the years that they were there. And the Rabbi Shalom said, I had the Koyach to take you out of Mitzrayim. And that's why there is a mention here in this Pasuk by Yeah, he says, don't worry because I took you out of Mitzrayim. Meaning, this doesn't mean anything. Goyim coming to war, making a lot of noise, using a lot of koichos tumah does not mean in any way that they will have any victory whatsoever. Because at the end, kivosus paroi berichboi v'froshav bayom v'yoshav Hashem aleim ismeayam. And he's what he's trying to say to us is that just like there, again we can't say there very clearly that there was no fear of the Yidden. We can't say that. But what we could say is very, very clear. That we have to know that whenever there is a war, Hashem ish milchama. Hashem is setting this up before. And therefore you have to know when you are going out to eradicate an enemy of Klal Yisrael, you have to know that the Rabbi Shalom is there with you. He's standing behind you and you will win that war. For sure, no doubt about it in any way. Don't have any sveikas about it. Because 
That is exactly what is going to happen. Elamai. They're making a lot of noise. Too much noise. You could still go around the... You know, we could still live around the bush. There's, it's, it doesn't mean that that's going to happen. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with you. And that's why you have to know that you shall not have any fear in any type of fears that there are as he brings it down here. Loisira from them al yeirach levavchem al tachpezu v'al tartzu. Nothing. Because Hashem Elikecha imo chamal chomeretz mitzrayim. And just like he was there, Hashem Elikechem ahoylechimokem li'ilochem imoyvechem and that's it. Of course, of course, there's no doubt whatsoever in any way or at any time that we need to daven. That's why he's starting off with the Shema Yisrael. We need to say just the Shema Yisrael before to know that this is the essence of, when I say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekin Hashem Echon, I'm a Kabbal Omar Shemaim, that means for sure that I'm talking not afraid, that I understood the message, that I understood that all those horses and all the noises are distractions that I'm not supposed to be afraid of. So, let us know that the Arachayim HaKadosh, we're finishing off with an Arachayim HaKadosh, that the Arachayim HaKadosh says that this war happens to be our daily war against the Sahara. And we have to know that the Rebbein Shalom is with us. And once we know that the Rebbein Shalom is with us, we never have to be afraid of losing this war because he's going to give us the koiches not to fall to the Sahara and his shenanigans. Let us have an elevated Shabbos, an elodik Shabbos, besimcho betuvleivov, and we'll be back in Mir Hashem next week with another shir on Parshas Kiseitzei, Hatzlocher Abba, Kol Tov, Good Shabbos.